Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So Joe Biden is a destructive force like no other in modern American, maybe American history. Uh, delete the modern portion of that. It is all piling up. Crime, the border, inflation, productivity numbers, war, division, the food crisis. The good news is I think we're reaching an inflection point here. I've got a lot to cover today, including more explosive information on what I told you about uh, vaccines and science and everything else. A loaded show on this Friday. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Well, all right, Joseph, it's Friday, so let's go. It's Friday! It is. Yeah, man, away, I, let me Dan. tell you. Yes, sir. For a lot of reasons that these guys, I have been looking forward to this Friday for a very long time. I feel like I've been working forever. As I said before, Biden is a singular destructive force like we have not seen in American politics in eons. I have never seen a man so hapless, corrupt, and pathetic that in such a short period of time, he've managed to he's managed to sow the field of destruction. He put like a fertilizer bomb on the field of destruction. He is burning this place to the ground. I saw this yesterday. And by the way, on my Fox show tomorrow night, Saturday, 9 p.m., I'm going to have an expert on this. This food crisis, I am, my eyes are glued to this story. Because ladies and gentlemen, what's the line you've heard over and over, the old adage? And it is true. We are only four missed meals away from total societal meltdown. A food shortage is a BFD, a big freaking deal. The food shortage is getting worse. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be asking for the meat. That's right. right. And mom, because there ain't going to be none left. No meat, no loaf, and no mom. (laughs) None of that. Libs of TikTok, one of my favorite social media accounts, posted this. Folks, I don't have young children. My daughters are 18 and 10. However, if you do, you probably know about this. I'll have someone on my show tomorrow night at 9 to talk about this on Fox. Do you know there's a baby formula shortage too? Yeah, I did. In addition to the fertilizer shortage, used car shortage, steel shortage, microchip shortage, and every other shortage Joe Biden's lorded over. Yeah. And you, Baby formula. Here it is. Headlines. Not just one, by the way. Nationwide baby formula shortage is getting worse. Baby formula shortage getting worse. National baby formula shortage posing a shortage posing a problem for some South Carolina families. It goes on and on and on with photos to back it up. Folks, what's the problem with this story outside of the obvious? You don't want a shortage of anything. Well, the problem with this story, ladies and gentlemen, is if you have a baby who's not breastfeeding and who's on formula, you don't have an alternative. What are you going to do? Give him an acai bowl? You don't have another alternative. Has anybody thought this through? What, what are you going to feed him? Sushi? This, I mean, has, it, has, there been, has there been a more destructive force in American politics than this incompetent nincompoop in the White House? My gosh. 
And by the way, on the fertilizer front, where we're now spraying, uh, you know, human sludge on fields. Sludge. Disgusting. Here, Axios this morning, left-wing nuts. Even they're forced to recognize this. About the fertilizer crisis. You don't have fertilizer, you don't have food. Less fertilizer, less food. They note that there are two things that are making the fertilizer crisis even worse. Number one, China. The country which supplies 24% of the world's phosphates, 13% of nitrogen, and 2% potash, halted fertilizer exports this past summer. Really? They did? That's really interesting to note. Sounds like what's coming ahead could be even worse. They note as well that war. Russia's invasion of Ukraine disrupted trading in the Black Sea, putting the global food supply in peril. Russia and its ally Belarus also produced a lot of fertilizer. In 2020, Russia produced 14% of urea, the fertilizer, and Belarus 41% of potash, a potassium fertilizer. Go get, listen, they're not even a sponsor today, but that, my Patriot Supply, go check them out. I'm not kidding. I'm For your own sake. They have a website. They're not even a sponsor today. It doesn't matter. Preparewithdan.com. I'm telling you, go prepare. The best day of your life is the day you throw all of this excess food you had out and you didn't need it. The worst day of your life is the day you need it. You're welcome to go down. Can you check out my I just got four new uh, buckets from them. You See, even Guy got some. So did producer Jim. Folks, this is, listen, man, I, I, again, I'm not here to scare anyone. But I, I, in my prior line of work, we got paid to think about really crazy things that were unlikely to happen. Because if they happen, we had a plan. It is not a plan to say, forget it. It's never going to happen, so I'm not going to bother. And then it happens, and you're like, my gosh, I just wish I would have done something. I am going to continue to talk about this stuff. And while all this is going on, the Biden administration realizing it is walked itself into with this incompetent loser in the White House. The probably one of the worst situations collectively the United States has been in since the pre-Reagan years in the late 70s and 80s. They're now resorting to just outright force to shut up their political opponents because they have nothing to run on at all. Nothing. Zero. Even the jobs numbers this morning, they're going to celebrate 482,000, portend something worse, 428, excuse me. It's on a downward trend. It's on a downward trend. And the only reason we're even adding jobs is because they paid a bunch of people to stay home and not work. Companies are now panicked. They're trying to scoop up employees while they're still there. Wait till you see the inflation and the productivity crisis hit. They're resorting to brute force now to shut everyone up. Uh, shut everyone up. First, it was the DHS Ministry of Truth led by this disinformation sewage specialist, uh, uh, Nina Jankowski, whatever her face is, the disinformation overlord. Do you notice they put the Ministry of Truth in the Department of Homeland Security? I'm going to explain to you what they're really up to here in a second. But did you catch this announcement yesterday? The Department of Justice has another ministry? Here is Aragaino, Attorney General in name only, this buffoon Merrick Garland. Never has there been a group of more incompetent people running the EOP, Executive Office of the Presidency, as we do now. And the uh, Executive Branch, the Merrick Garland. What a buffoon. 
Here he announces uh, the DOJ is forming an environmental ministry too. Bunch of jackbooted thugs in the uh, DOJ. I'll tell you what this is really about. Check this out first. I'm announcing three actions that the department is taking to advance environmental justice. First, consistent with the president's executive order on tackling the climate crisis at home and abroad, we are issuing a comprehensive environmental justice enforcement strategy. Associate Attorney General Vanita Gupta will discuss that strategy in just a moment. Second, I'm pleased to announce that we are launching the Justice Department's first ever Office of Environmental Justice to oversee and help guide the Justice Department's wide-ranging environmental justice efforts. Holy Moses. So the Department of Justice now has a group of environmental uh, ministers, environmental judge dreads going out there. They're not in the EPA. They're in the Department of Justice. Just like the Ministry of Truth was put in the DHS. Ladies and gentlemen, why are they establishing all of these new ministries? The Truth Ministry, the Environmental Ministry. Why are they establishing them all in bodies with law enforcement power, the DOJ and the DHS? I know you know the answer. Because what do they have that other entities may not have? Subpoena power. That's right. You're an airline. They don't like your environmental policy. You're not flying your planes on battery power. <laughs> don't laugh. You're not flying your, flying your planes on battery power. Maybe they'll subpoena your records. Wouldn't be a real shame, too, if that stuff leaked. Everybody got a hold of your business plans and all that stuff. Oh, that would never happen. Really? Really? Then can you explain this conveniently at the exact same time? You ever notice how I put these things together? How they all seem to be planned because they are? You think this was an accident? Here is Biden's environmental czar, another incompetent zero, Gina McCarthy, giving a speech the other day, not hiding it at all. This is the environmental overlord here, suggesting that, listen, you don't listen to us, man, about this environmental stuff, and you're an airline or something, you're out of here. Her words, not mine. You think this was a mistake? Check this out. We have solutions that can deliver. We're, gonna, we're actually going to do 100 rules this year alone on appliances, just like you asked. We are developing partnerships on how we work together for new building standards, even for sustainable airlines. Who'd have thunk that they'd be all in, but they better be or they're going to be out of here. Who talks like that? Yeah. They better be or they're out of here. Who talks like that? These jackbooted thugs in our government. Who talks like that? The answer is leftists, tyrant thugs. This is thug government right here. You think it's a mistake Gina McCarthy gives that speech? That jackbooted thug, disgusting speech by this filth in our government attacking people, good, hardworking people and companies in this country? Who the f talks like that? Thugs talk like that. This is a consent of the people government. Read the freaking Constitution, you dipwads. Who talks like that? You think it's a mistake? The Department of Justice is going to be running this new environmental ministry of truth? You think it's a mistake? Nina Jankowski uh, works for the D DHS? Subpoena power, folks. Produce your records or else. Or you're out of here. You think this is all an accident? They've realized right now, they've given up on any attempted 
policy change that would fix all of the multitude of problems in the United States. That part's over. They've destroyed this place. Now they want to burn it to the ground. And the only way to hide the fire is going to be to attack anyone exposing that they see smoke. Subpoena, censorship, disinformation, spewing sewage from Nina Joukowsky. I'm waiting for the Ministry of Birth. Oh, that's next. Oh, you know, the, the next. Yeah, that's next. That's next. No, the Ministry of the Ministry of it'll be it'll be it'll be a euphemism <laughs> yeah. of uh, you know reproductive health support. Yeah. It's actually the right not to reproduce is right. what it is. Here, what did I tell you the other day? Do this one sound familiar, fellas? Reclaim the Net, one of my favorite sites, May 4th, 2022. Just the other day, YouTube CEO announces a misinformation research and initiatives partnership with a Latino rights group. Ha, Latino rights. That's hilarious. What did I tell you? There is a conservative Spanish language radio network that's been gaining steam around the country. It has the Democrats terrified because they're racist slobs, the Democrats. They are racist slobs, you understand? They hate the Hispanic and black community. They can't stand you. They talk to you like you're idiots. You're too stupid to get a driver's license for voter ID. Spanish language radio for conservatives. They're too dumb. They'll think it's misinformation. They hate you. We embrace you with open arms like we always have. Here's the pathetic, disgraced human being, Susan Wojcicki, another human nightmare, who's revealed that YouTube, a communist platform, will be partnering with the largest national civil rights and advocacy organization in the U.S., Unidos U.S., Joe, on misinformation research and initiatives. Let me translate that for you. Yeah. You're a Hispanic conservative. You're next. And while Wojcicki, clown show Wojcicki, a joke, a clown, and a life loser, didn't reveal any details of this partnership. Of course not. She reiterated that YouTube is working every day to fight misinformation. Here's a little tweet, too. Take a little photo. Check them out. Look at all celebrating their stuff. Folks, listen to me. I, I, I've, I've, I don't even know how long I'm going to be here to enjoy the fruits of this stuff. I mean that. I'm 47. I may have 40 years, 20 years, 10 years. I don't know. I got involved with Rumble for a reason. I don't care about the financial part of it. What I care about is the parallel economy. I am begging you, begging you. I would get down on a knee if I wouldn't, the microphone was closer. Please get off YouTube. Please, or at a minimum, if you're going to stay on YouTube, establish a parallel account on Rumble and start building it today. It is only a matter of time before Susan Wojcicki and her fellow communists at YouTube, a disgusting anti-American company, come for you. I'm telling you, it is only a matter of time. The evidence is right in front of your face. They could do nothing to me. Nothing. I canceled them. And now we have three times as many subscribers on Rumble as we did on YouTube. Please establish an account today and start building it now. That way, when YouTube comes for you, it's a seamless transfer. It's getting crazy, folks. These people are not kidding. And these communists like Wajiki and Google, they are the most evil companies anywhere in the world right now. They're ushering in an era of totalitarian censorship. These are really horrible, horrible, awful people. Genuinely awful human beings. 
It's interesting, too, how there's no talk of, by Susan Wojcicki or others, of stopping the constant incitement of violence by the left over this pending abortion ruling in the Dobbs case that leaked. Wojcicki's a fraud. She's a fake. She runs one of the most evil companies in America, YouTube, a subset of the most evil company in America, Google. Get Google out of your life. Excise it like the cancer that it is. Here's a super cut here from the great Tom Elliott over at Grabian. How is this not inciting violence? By the left's own standards, where's Davey Alba, Joe? And Taylor Lorenz, where are they? You know, it's kind of weird that Libs of TikTok account posts liberals' own stuff. It's called Libs of TikTok on Twitter and Truth for a reason. She literally goes to TikTok and just pulls liberal stuff and puts it on other accounts. She doesn't edit it. Yet that's considered inciting violence by imbeciles at the New York Times and the Washington Post. I'm a little hostile today, folks. I'm sorry. I'm just, I can't take these people anymore. And this is all coming to a very dangerous head. And I hope it doesn't. You have heard my speech against political violence as a red line over and over. I pray and hope this is the left will not stop until this place burns to the ground. And it's people like me warning there's smoke everywhere. Here's a supercut. And again, by Taylor Lorenz and Davey Alba, two clowns. You know, what, what, is this inciting violence? Because this seems like awfully hostile, awfully hostile language about this potential abortion ruling. It hasn't even come down yet. It's just been leaked. Here, check this out. War has been declared on the American woman. How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? We are not going back. Yeah, they're trying to criminalize our bodies. Yes, they're trying to move toward states' rights, and we all know what states' rights means. Not ever! Not our founding fathers didn't recognize abortion as a fundamental right because the founding fathers were racist, misogynist, jerk faces who didn't believe that women had any rights at all. The 50 years of rights, the 50 the decades of precedent that has just been spit on and thrown away in this draft opinion. How is that not inciting violence by their own standards? How is that? Where's Taylor? Where's where's Davey? We, we, we heard from them. Or, or by Davy Alba's standards, another joke of a reporter that she uses the title reporter in journalism is hilarious in its own right. Is she going to go with the absurdity again that we all laugh at and we laugh at you that us playing the left's own words is in fact inciting violence for pointing out how violent their words are? Is that is that is that where they're going now? Is that are you gonna you gonna try that one again? <laughs> we got a lot of good laughs out of that one, Davy. A lot of good laughs out of you. I got more of this coming up, including Jen Psaki Peppermint disgracing herself again on national television. And really, uh, uh, we are in a very dangerous place, folks. I'm warning you about the smoke. We cannot go there. We cannot go there. Once that line is crossed, there is no turning back. You don't want to find that line. Got that coming up next. Video Saki 2. Two just really, really new lows for this administration and this dreadful, dreadful person. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. 
Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. This is what I was talking about with Saki, just disgracing herself again. I filleted her last night on Jesse Waters' show with Judge Janine filling in. The fact that she cannot condemn that a leftist lunatic group is clearly inciting violence, clearly, by putting out and doxing, putting out the addresses of Supreme Court justices, that she can't condemn this shows what a disgraceful human being this woman is. This administration is going to have blood on their hands. I mean, every single letter and syllable of that. If God forbid something happens to one of these Supreme Court justices. And I'll tell you, by the way, you may have heard it last night in the show, but I'll repeat again what I said last night. What they're really doing by demanding people go to the Supreme Court justices' homes. Homes. They're up to something. I saw right through it. Here, Saki can't even condemn it because she's a disgrace. Check this out. These activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Uh, we obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to to protest. That is certainly what the president's view would be. So he doesn't care if they're protesting outside the Supreme Court or outside someone's private residence. I, I don't have an official U.S. government position on where people protest. Disgusting. Just a genuinely awful human being. This administration will have blood on their hands. Ladies and gentlemen, they could have put out a, didn't have to be an overly political statement. I understand the administration doesn't care about Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, Clarence Thomas, or Sam Alito. I get that. I know they don't care about them at all. I know that. But they could have put out a relatively benign statement saying, listen, the right to protest, which it is, is, is as American as apple pie. It is. I, I, you, it is. I am with you a thousand percent with your right to protest. If not, not your position, but your right. It is the essence of a free constitutional republic. And we should do everything we can to protect your right to scream about abortion all you want on either side of the issue. But ladies and gentlemen, showing up at a Supreme Court justice's home to do it, why are they doing that? Think about it. Again, I did this for a living before. I know these people. I know exactly what they're up to. I studied them. It was my job in protective intelligence. Where are the cameras right now? Where are they focused? Now, if you're an abortion pro-death advocate, right, and you want to uh, advocate for death in the womb because that's your thing because you're a sick person, right? You love death in the womb. That's your thing. You want what's called earned media, right? Earned media. You know what earned media is? Joe knows what it is. Earned media is media you get if you're an activist or a candidate that you don't pay for. You get an endorsement. You put out a press release about some contract with America you're doing or whatever, and people cover it. You don't have to pay for it. People talk about you. That's good, right? If you're an activist, you want to be in the media because you want to be, you want people to, to act activists. So they can't act if they don't know. So what's the best way to get earned media? Well, the best way to get earned media is to get in front of microphones and cameras. Where are they now? They're at the Supreme Court. 
So why wouldn't you go to the Supreme Court where there's a free camera for you right there to get all your people to act and do your activist thing? Why wouldn't you do that? Why would you go to their homes? Oh, because you want the cameras to go to the homes. Because you want everyone to see the front door and the address to make sure they know exactly where to go. Davy Alba, Taylor Lorenz, is that not inciting violence? You're going to write a piece on that? You're going to ask those people why they can't get the very same message out at the Supreme Court in front of the White House, at these locations where the cameras are already there? You're going to ask them that? Of course you will. Of course you will. You'll talk about how us talking about liberal violence and hate is inciting liberal violence and hate or some whatever stupid conspiracy theory you nutbags have. They want the cameras over there. Folks, I'm telling you, that violence red line, as a man who has sadly spent his life around organized and controlled violence, you don't want to cross that red line. I cannot tell you in strong enough terms how the only people who want violence in our society are people who have not experienced it. I can't describe to you in strong enough terms the fright and fear and pain and anxiety that's caused when you're in a controlled violence situation. Controlled. When you're sitting there in a, in a mixed martial arts school and you got some 250-pound guy beating the snot out of you for 20 minutes He's got you in a full mount position, driving his elbow into your carotid artery in your neck, and you're out of breath while his stinking, sweaty T-shirt's covering your face and you can't breathe. There is a panic that happens there that if you know it, you know. And if you don't know, you're probably one of the idiots looking for violence. That's controlled violence. These crazy lunatics on the left calling for violence are calling for uncontrolled violence. Well, there's not going to be a mixed martial arts school instructor who says time when the time is up. The end result of that is you get dead because you suffocate to death when someone kills you. And you don't want to get dead because getting dead is really bad. The only idiots calling for violence, the only idiots calling for political violence in this country, I swear, are people who have never, ever experienced it. You notice our former military guys, right? Conservatives are the one warning against this. Why? Because they've seen how ugly it is. Keep going, though. Keep going. I'm warning you, the smoke is there. There's a fire that needs to be put out. Taylor, Davey, you going to write a piece on that? You going to contribute to putting out the fire? You going to say what I say? That violence, there's no turning back. You're going to warn people that this is a red line? You going to do that? Or are you going to continue to come after us for calling your violent slob friends out, huh? By the way, they're embarrassed and disgusted by their own position, the left. Disgusted. I'm not embarrassed. Abortion is death in the womb of a child. I'm looking you right in the face and telling you that. I am pro-life. From conception to death, I am pro-life. I'm in no way ambiguous about this. Why can't the left say that? The answer is because they're horrified. Because they know they're terminating the lives of children in the womb, that it's a culture of death, and they know that. So they don't want to tell you that. So they hide it in the euphemisms game. Peter Ducey asks Jen Psaki this question. So is the president for abortion right up to birth? Birth, like you see a fully formed infant child coming out of the, the birth canal, and you're going to kill it? 
And notice how Saki just won't talk about it like I do. I am pro-life. That is a moral sin and a stain on our society to do that. Saki can't answer the question because the left is horrified of who they are. They are a death cult. They are in love with their sacrament of abortion. Listen, watch it right here. Check this out. The president's position on choice has evolved over time, so just checking for his official position. Does he support any limits on abortion right now? Peter, the president has spoken, has talked about his position many times. He supports the right of a woman to make choices about her own body with her doctor. But I know that one of the Democrats that he endorsed and uh, who won their primary this week, Tim Ryan, uh, said yesterday that he does not support any limits on abortion. Is that where the president's thinking is now? The president has stated his view many times. So does the president support abortion up until the, the moment of birth? The president has spoken about this many times, Peter, and I would refer you to his own comments about abortion and a woman's right to choose and make decisions about her body with her doctor, which is what any of those women would do. Notice how this disgrace of a human being who can't even call out uh, targeted incitement of violence at people's homes who are Supreme Court justices. Notice how she can't answer the question. Now, I hate to give you a task, but here's your job going forward. Any town hall meeting, a Democrat candidate, anywhere, state, local, federal, doesn't matter, you should show up and you should ask them that very simple question and get your phone out. Do you support abortion up till the moment of birth? See what they say. You think the abortion issue is going to hurt us in the midterms? Really? I don't even stipulate that point. I argue it's going to hurt the left. Where do you stand on abortion? Baby's crowning. Can you abort it? How do you abort it, by the way? How does that work? Notice how you can't talk about it, but we can. You hate yourselves. That's why you're embarrassed and humiliated by your own death cult position. But we're not. Says something, doesn't it? All right, I got more on this coming up, including there's a, another reason, again, to shop with companies that aren't crazy lunatic people. Um, there's a jeans company used to cater to working class Americans. It's now all in in the abortion game, according to The Blaze. Probably going to want to know who they are. It's good to know where to spend your money and where not, right? Speaking of good companies, people actually care. We the People Holsters been a company, been with me for a long time. We the People Holsters.com slash Dan. My friends at We the People Holsters just sent me an amazing package. I showed you some of it full of their latest gear because they're running a promo just for my show this month only. Go today. Go to We the People Holsters.com slash Dan. You can get 25% off with the offer code Dan25, D A N 25, D A N 25. I now have their Freedom Holster. It has over 2,500 different configurations. I have their full grain leather. Beautiful. Beautiful. I can't emphasize enough the quality of this holster, their independence holster. It's amazing. As a matter of fact, I just asked them for another one. I just bought a um, SIG P320X full size with an optic on it. So I asked them for a holster for that too. Their belts are amazing. Patriotic t-shirts are incredible. This is the destination for patriotic Americans who want to support a great American company that means it when they say made in America. They believe in America too. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan right now and start shopping. Don't wait. You'll get an additional 25% off with the offer code Dan25, Dan25. The offer isn't available anywhere except wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect bit of fit, send it back for a full refund. I've had a lot of holsters. There's nothing like these. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. 
We, the people, holsters.com slash Dan, offer code Dan25, Dan25, go today. Pick up their t-shirts, their holsters, their gun belts. It's terrific equipment. Okay. Getting back to the show. You wear Levi's? You may want to switch brands there. Staderuski. This will be in the newsletter today. You may want to spread this around all over the place. Levi Strauss and company endorses abortion. It's critical to women's progress. Women's progress. How are they going to progress if they're dead? Wiping out a bunch of women and men in the womb, that's progress? According to Levi Strauss, apparently, you probably want to spread that article around. Let everybody know. Yeah. It's a denim. Right. He's like, why? Well, I don't get it with these idiots. You think they would have learned from Disney? They'll learn. Levi Strauss coming. Let the liberals wear the Levi's now. Levi's. Used to, Joe, I mean, gosh, if anybody grew up with Levi's, magic, that was like the brand for like, the working class, you know, the cowboy type, right? Yeah, that was, but I'm done with them now, Daddy-O. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know you are. I, of course you are. I know you are, because I know how you feel about this issue. Yes, that is the end of that, folks. Levi Strauss. You probably want to send him an email, too. You know, keep it respectful, obviously. We don't want to be, uh, I'm not here to lecture anyone, but you, you know that already. We'll let the left do the violence thing. But uh, you may want to let them know that you're going to be spreading the word around about uh, how their death cult is, uh, is infected their company, too. Good job, Levi's, screwing up your brand. I'm sure some wokester in your boardroom told you it was a great idea to come out for the termination of life in the womb. So good with our brand, idiots. Speaking of the New York Times and being so good and so bad for their brand, the New York Times brand right now um, could not possibly get any worse. It has become a laughing stock. They have done hit pieces on me. They have done hit pieces on uh, Tucker Carlson. They have done hit pieces on Elon Musk. The Elon Musk one is a new one. Uh, what's increasingly getting at this point just embarrassing for them is we're winning. Again, chin up, chest out moment. The New York Times has become, I kid you not, a global laughing stock. Their hit pieces have become increasingly ridiculous to the point now where conservatives share them, which uh, only because they need humor on a Thursday and a Friday. So they put out a hit piece on the New York Times. Listen how they frame. This is, they're so desperate to take down Elon Musk. Listen to the tweet. And then I'm going to read to you a piece from the article. And tell me if they're, how they frame this piece is actually the story they tell in the article. They write, Elon Musk grew up in elite white communities in South Africa. Oh my God. Detached from apartheid's atrocities and surrounded by anti-black propaganda. Man, he sounds terrible. Goes on. Elon sees his takeover of Twitter as a free speech win but in his youth did not suffer the effects of misinformation. <laughs> New York Times, New York, the Davy Alba paper, New York Times. As Leighton Woodhouse notes, here's what's in the actual article if you bother to read it, which nobody does because they're New York Times readers. They can't read or anything like that. They're too busy promoting the death cult. What's in the actual article? Elon Musk's dad was an elected official from an anti-apartheid party. Oh, he was. Elon Musk's school had an anti-apartheid curriculum. Wow, that's weird. Musk had black friends and was bullied for standing up to racist kids. What a horrible guy. They go on to say, too, Musk left home to avoid fighting for an apartheid regime. <laughs> New York Times. Oh, my gosh. After their laughed at, I mean, the, the guy, what was the guy who wrote the Tucker P. Dick Confessor? After he was mocked and humiliated as a clown show, the New York Times comes back again with another attempt as they continue to fall on their face in embarrassment, humiliate themselves in public. Here's the New York Times. Here's a quote from the New York Times piece trying to paint Elon Musk 
as a racist. This is an actual quote, folks. See, they know liberals can't read, so they'll just read the headline about Elon Musk implying he's some kind of a racist. Here's what's in the piece. Not kidding here. Mr. Musk became friends with a cousin of Mr. Netshuka's Asher Mashudi, according to Mr. Mashudi's brother. One time at lunch, a white student used an anti-black slur, and Mr. Musk chided the student, but then got bullied for doing so, Mr. Ranwashi said. Mr. Mashudi was killed in a car accident in 1987. Mr. Ranwashi said he remembered Elon Musk being one of only a handful of white people who attended the funeral in the family's rural village. Good. Yeah, the title, the title, all the buzzwords in the title, misinformation, Elon, white privilege. These people are disgusting. They're disgusting. They're filth. They're filth, folks. They're filth. Genuinely awful human beings. All right, I've got a lot more to get to. Let me uh, move on. The good news is, again, the New York Times has become an obvious global laughing stock at this point. It's just a big joke. CNBC article, I need you to read this, even though they're lefty nuts. This goes to show you they can't even hide it anymore. Worker output fell 7.5% in the first quarter, the biggest decline since 1947. Folks, I can't hammer this concept of productivity enough. An economy's wealth is measured on what we produce, not what we demand. The left wants you to believe that the supply-demand, right? That's where the curves intersect. Supply and demand and basic economics, that's the market clearing price. I don't want to get too deep into Econ 101. It's obvious. The left wants you to believe that if the government prints money and stokes the flames of demand, that the economy will grow. You can demand whatever you want. If we don't produce it, it doesn't exist. You want to be on an island with a boatload of money and no products or an island with a boatload of products and no money? Simple question. CNBC headline again, worker output fell 7.5%. In other words, we're not producing anything to the degree we were in in the last quarter. You can demand all you want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we don't produce it. Wealth is what we produce. It's going to get worse. Start buying assets now. All right, let me get to my uh, my last sponsor. I want to get to a quick uh, story about uh, J&J, the vaccine that came out from the FDA, forced to, to do science for once. I got the trailer and I got questions. We still got a lot to go. Your questions are really good this week. Finally, our last sponsor, Legacy Box. It's a super simple mail-in service of all your videotapes, camcorder tapes, film reels, and pictures converted to perfectly preserved digital files. It makes the perfect gift. Paula loved it. I took a bunch of old wedding photos Sent them in my legacy box. I've got a DVD back. My kids love to watch it. It's really great. All the memories. Plus, legacy box is the industry leader. It's helped over a million customers safeguard their past. Mother's Day's coming. So is the age-old question. What do you give mom that gave everything? You get them a legacy box. It's obvious. The Mother's Day gift, it's a gift of a lifetime of memories made together, digitized forever. So they don't go anywhere. You don't want them to disappear in your Florida attic melting, right? Preserve all the moments and milestones that made mom mom. It's simple with Legacy Box. Isn't ensuring your family's legacy is preserved digitally so it can be passed down just as important as creating those memories. Celebrate mom with Legacy Box's best Mother's Day sale ever. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and get an incredible 60, that's six zero percent off. That's a huge savings. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer. 
Don't let your memories go to waste. Send in the Legacy Box when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Bongino to save 60% on Legacy Box. The perfect Mother's Day gift. LegacyBox.com slash Bongino. Okay. Thanks, Legacy Box. You know, uh, we were told, follow the science, fellas. Remember that? Follow the science. Well, science, ladies and gentlemen, if you actually understand science like I do, I spent many years in academia studying a lot of these uh, processes. Science is a process. I'm joking with processes, of course. Um, It is a process. Science is not an endgame. If science was an endgame, we would all believe the world was flat. That was the scientific consensus at the time. It's definitely flat, folks. World is 100% You'll fall off. People, people thought you couldn't uh, circumnavigate the globe because you would fall off the edge. No, really. They thought it was, which was, you look back now and you laugh, but that was the consensus. But because science is a process, figured out that the world couldn't possibly be flat, that it is obviously shaped like a ball, like a sphere, right? Well, because the left wanted you to believe that mandates were the way to the future to empower government. They love vaccine mandates and masks. So you weren't allowed to say, hey, is there something wrong with this vaccine? We're seeing some blood clot problems. They were like, heresy, you're banned from Twitter. Uh, Nina Jankowitz will be all over you. Well, now the FDA has been forced to acknowledge, read this breaking 911 story, that the J&J COVID vaccine, there may be some blood clot risk. Sounds like something we were saying on my show months ago when we were... uh, uh, when YouTube tried to ban us from their platform, they actually did ban us later on. Kind of weird, right? Is Susan Wojcicki going to acknowledge that she's wrong? Of course not. She's a communist. She doesn't care. Ministry of Truth on us? The Environmental Ministry of Truth going to get on us for this? Nah, who knows? All right. Another thing you weren't allowed to talk about, not just the vaccines, you weren't allowed to talk about malfeasance in the 2020 election either. Why? Because the Democrats are communists and they love to steal elections. That's what they do. And when they lose, they love to complain about stolen elections because they're Democrats. That's what they do. They lie for a living. Folks, I'm telling you, I saw, I can't emphasize this enough. I saw the uh, 2000 Mules movie by Dinesh D'Souza about mules carrying ballots to ballot boxes at all hours of the night in just massive dumps of ballots, right? coming from left-wing organizing centers. They have the GPS data, folks. Now, I can tell you the left is in a panic about this movie. Everybody's now talking about it. People left the premiere with their jaws in their laps, stunned at what they had just seen. The left sicked the fact-checkers on 2,000 Mules. And here's a funny thing, Joe. They weren't able to say that anything in the movie was false. It's weird that all they could say was it was flawed. Hmm. And what's kind of hilarious, I don't know if you guys heard this, but they're saying that the movie's flawed because they track these mules going to left-wing ballot centers and then taking ballots to the ballot boxes at all hours of the night, which is illegal, by the way. They said, Joe, that the GPS data isn't precise enough. Oh, really? Is that the same GPS data our military uses to target people for death and destruction? You should tell them it's not precise enough. They'd like to know that. Weird how GPS isn't precise enough to do that. Yet it's precise enough for just about every company in America to buy the data and use it to target you. Strange, right? Weird. Weird. (laughs) Very. They're in a panic. Now, I'm going to give you some information. I want to be very precise in this information so you understand how to get this movie. Reclaim the Net has an article about it. If you'd like to read more Rumble and Locals, for companies I'm involved with, They're going to provide censorship protection for 2,000 Mules, their documentary, which is going to premiere tomorrow, Saturday. 
I believe it's at 12 Eastern time, noon. Tomorrow, Saturday. I don't know when you're watching this. Saturday, tomorrow is the 7th, May 7th. 12 noon Eastern time. You need to watch this movie. I'm begging you to watch this movie. We have done everything we can at Rumble to harden every single mechanism around this movie. From my company, Parallel Economy, and the payment systems, to the cloud, to the servers, everything. This cannot be canceled. We have done everything we can. Here's how you get it. I'm going to give you the website. Now, you will not be able to view this until tomorrow at noon, Saturday the 7th. The website is 2000, the number, 2000. 2000 Mules, M-U-L-E-S. He's writing this down. I appreciate it. 2000mules.locals.com. That's 2000, the number, 2000. 2000mules.locals.com. You go there tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whenever you want to go over the weekend. You can get the movie and you can watch the movie. I cannot encourage you in more powerful words that I'm using to watch this movie. You will never look at the 2020 election the same way again. As a courtesy to the listeners, I'm going to play about two minutes of the trailer. Again, if this doesn't blow your mind, even the trailer, and um, you don't have a mind left to be blown, check this out. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong and they have little pieces and no one's really put it together. I'm agnostic on this question and I, I am awaiting more information. If I believed the president were a Nazi, I might steal an election. Bold accusations require bold evidence and they haven't seen it. We have been working on something big. Show me the money. Can we meet? I've been working with Greg Phillips. He has a deep background in election intelligence. True the Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. We identified in Atlanta 242 mules that went to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. What is a mule? Person picking up ballots and running them to the drop boxes. This is not grandma out walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money. And in no shape, in no way, in no time is that legal. This is organized crime. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. What you're about to see is disturbing. So this is uh, one o'clock in the morning. Don't we all vote at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> On one night, this person, this mule, went across six counties to 27 different drop boxes. I call it the Mexican Mafia, seriously, because uh, they, they work like that. This is jaw-dropping. What you showed is frightening. It's just sickening to me. Now we come to the most important question of all. Was the magnitude of vote trafficking enough to tip the balance in the 2020 presidential election? 
It's not a leap to say this would have made a difference. They have ruined election day in the United States of America. That's provable. I've seen it. It's that's it. I'm telling you, your jaw is going to be in your lap after you're done with this thing. I'll give the website one last time. Tomorrow, Saturday, be ready to rock and roll after 12 noon. You can watch it Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, Monday. 2000mules.locals.com. 2000mules.locals.com. Okay. Big stuff. It's time for questions for Dan. All right. Hey, Dan. It's from Ion Darth Vader. I'm wondering if there's things people can do that don't require money to prep for a possible recession. Any ideas? Yeah, I have a lot. Pay off your debt right now so you own assets. Assets in a recession are what matters. Assets, food, car, without paying, you know, the, uh, a home. These are the things that matter. Do whatever you can to pay off your debt now because getting a loan to purchase these items in the future is going to be far more expensive. You said doesn't don't require money. Yeah, it's sorry. Everything requires money because it's a conduit to maintain assets. But yes, pick up some food now too. I can't emphasize that enough either. All right. Question number two. Hey Dan, at Mr. T. I know that you're all about clean eating. I've heard you say you're a chicken nuggets guy. I am. It's like my guilty pleasure. I don't eat them much anymore. What percentage of your diet's clean? How often do you break and eat something unhealthy? What kind of unhealthy food do you find the most difficult to resist? Uh, I pity the fool. Remember Joe, Mr. T <laughs> and young kids are like, what the hell are you talking about? Remember that guy? Um, I, I, uh, folks, I used to cheat on my diet uh, a lot. I would have a five guys or, uh, or a Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets feast with the waffle fries on Friday night. And it was a good way when I was a kid to kind of fill my glycogen stores again. Um, I don't anymore. So what percentage of my diet is clean? A hundred percent. I don't, I don't cheat anymore. The cancer really scared me. Uh, I just don't. My diet's pretty simple. Um, I have uh, a, a lot of uh, a brick house products I take in the morning. I have a protein shake in the morning with some fruit. I have a salad, a mixed salad that this local deli makes. It's great for lunch. And for dinner, I usually have salmon or chicken. That's really it. I don't, that's why I lost a lot of weight. I don't know if you noticed or didn't, but I'm down like 15, 20 pounds. So um, I can't afford unhealthy food anymore. But Five Guys, if you want to know the answer, is the most difficult to resist. There's nothing more delicious than a Five Guys burger. In my, just my view. Jim right now in the radio show is freaking out. He's going, what a burger. I can see him right now. What a burger is great too. So it's in and out. Love in and out. Hey, Dan, what should the next administration do with all the people who came here illegally? W Freel 2566. Uh, that's pretty easy. We're going to have to expand uh, uh, ICE and CBP and these entities. And there's going to have to be deportations. You're not allowed to come here illegally, period. It'll send a message. It's not a complicated answer, but I appreciate you asking. Hey, Dan, SoCal SAM 66. Do you feel Joe Biden's officially passed Obama as the most divisive president of all time based on calling MAGA supporters worse than the KKK? Um, I do. That's why I put on Truth and Twitter now. Every morning, the team puts out, a, uh, today is what, May 6th? That today is Friday, May 6th, and Joe Biden is the worst president in U.S. history. I don't think there's been a destructive force more powerful than Joe Biden. This guy is a forest fire. This is uh, from Hockey Mom 24 Hey, Dan, I've noticed you're wearing a ring. Why the change of heart? And is it one of those silicone types? I have one. I wear it at the gym. Just curious. Have a great weekend. It is not. Um, I've addressed this a few times, but that's okay. I don't expect everybody to hear every minute of every show. 
This is an aura ring. It's O-U-R-A. They're not a sponsor or anything in the show. It is not. It's metal. It's not silicone. It's not a wedding ring, although I am married happily to Paula, but it's not a wedding ring. Um, and what it does is you can see in there, I don't know how well a camera you can check that out, but it has a bunch of sensors on the inside and it measures my sleep, uh, my heart rate. And uh, again, given, given the health crisis I went through, that's why uh, I wear it. But I uh, know it is metal. And um, the reason I wear it on my left hand is because I was wearing it on my right hand for a while. For those of you who notice it, it's steel and it's really hard. People were shaking my hand and crushing, <laughs> crushing my fingers and it really hurt. So I moved it over this hand. Uh, hey, Dad. Marilyn 01, how have all your concerns about college for your daughter affected your choice of where, we should, where she will go? Um, we've made a decision on where she's going to go. I'm leaving it up to her because it's her life, not mine. She is an adult now to announce where it's going to be, but it is uh, pivotal where we decided to send her. I think a lot of you would be very happy with the choice. A lot of uh, conservatives on that campus. Some of you may have already know I kind of slipped it out, but uh, I'm excited about it. So, all right, next one. Hey, Dan, Tidal Wave Dave, you shared your Catholic beliefs and pro-life opinions. Can you explain why Pelosi, Biden, and Democrat Catholics would be pro-choice and in complete opposition to their own religious beliefs? Because they're not Catholic. They're not. They say they're Catholic to get the Catholic vote. Folks, there are a lot of things you can do and profess to be Catholic, okay? There's, we welcome sinners. You cannot openly advocate. I'll give you an example. People say all the time, well, what about people who've engaged in, in theft and stuff and things like that? They're not Catholic. Folks, the, thing, the difference is these people who've done theft and, and, and illegal drugs in the past, they typically find their way back to the Catholic Church seeking redemption. The difference between them and pro-death advocates is Biden and Pelosi are still actively calling for death in the womb. There's a huge, they're not calling for redemption. They're calling for more sin. There's a difference. They're not Catholic at all. Hey, Dan, Emgar, thank you for what you and the family do. It's not lost on me, the sacrifices you give to present us the truth. I appreciate that. My question, given the recent wins for the parallel economy, which industry you think we should be targeting next and why? Entertainment, folks. Entertainment and banking. Daily Wire's got some entertainment ventures they've forayed into. Banking, I'm working on that too. I've got a lot of plans, ladies and gentlemen. I've poured all of my life and assets into these things. It just reminds me, please, if you're processing using Stripe or other credit card companies, Come to us, ParallelEconomy.com, ParallelEconomy.com. Get with us today. We are a hardened, sensor-resistant infrastructure. That's next. Okay. Uh, hey, Dan, Kaminsk. If Trump runs, I have no doubt he'll be winning a landslide, but is that the best course? The division needs to be addressed by someone. I'm not sure Trump will bring the people together. Are we doomed as a country if Trump is elected, considering we'll have four more years of attacks and likely violent unrest from the powder keg left? Folks, I appreciate the question, Kaminsk, but I have to be candid with you. It doesn't matter who gets elected. Ron DeSantis, Christy Nome, uh, Nikki Haley, or Donald Trump. The left will always be violent. It's what they do. The only thing we should be concerned with, and I will be discussing this on my Fox show tomorrow night in an unfiltered rant, is advancing our principles. Life, liberty, economic liberty, educational excellence, educational choice, and the pursuit of a meritocracy. That's what we should be pursuing. And Trump, I believe, is the choice to do it. All right. Thanks again for tuning in, folks. I really appreciate it. Please check out 2000 Mules tomorrow, 2000mules.locals.com. And I will see you tomorrow night on my Fox show, Saturday at 9 p.m. unfiltered. Thanks for another great week of your support. It means a lot. We'll see you on Monday. Good day, 
sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.